Sporting in, uh, Armor Insiders, welcome to uh, 2024. Hope you guys had a wonderful uh, weekend. Happy New Year and all those things. Let's dive right in. Um, some thoughts about the new year and how we're going to be trading. I want to thank everybody who helped make the Armor Virtual Hedge Fund profitable last year. All the Armor Insiders who grinded it out with me on the desk all year. Um, you know who you are. You guys did a wonderful job bringing great information into the room, um, stimulating conversation, making me think, making me a better trader, a better investor. I want to thank you for that. Um, I'm going to share with you my thoughts now on how we're going to attack the new year. Uh, remember, everybody, be the smart money. Take the information you hear here and everywhere else. Figure out your strategy and execute it based on your risk tolerance, your goals, and all those things. So um, let's dive right in. The, the call today, the call for this year is not to overthink it. The trend is the proverbial friend. Confluence and liquidity are the trump card. Everything else is noise. I don't care what they tell you on CNBC. I don't care what you read in Barron's. All of it is noise. When the light goes green, you step on the pedal. All the noise behind you. I don't care if those people are hitting reverse. They're going to come up with all types of reasons why the market can't go up. They've been doing that ad nauseum forever. It's meaningless. They're the same people that told you the market couldn't go up last year. They were wrong. It's pointless information. All you have to think about is the trend that we're on, liquidity and confluence. That's it. <clears throat> it's really that simple. Let's don't overthink 2024. This is the stock market investing thoughts I've got for you starting the year. You've really got to focus. At the start of the new year, it's wonderful. All the stuff that happened last year, the great stuff, congratulations. You could have spent all weekend talk, talking about that. Well done. Now you have to forget about it and go forward. And all the frustrations of last year, they're gone. The slate's clean. You've got capital in your investing portfolio. Let's make it grow. I don't care what happened last year. You're frustrated you lost money if you did. I don't know. We made money here. I'm frustrated I didn't make enough money. There's always things to be frustrated about. You got to put that behind you and start to execute. It's the beauty of the market. Every day's a fresh day. Every year's a fresh year. Every quarter's a fresh quarter. Start executing your strategy correctly and maximize the return. That's what we have to do. Don't overthink it. Following the theme of don't overthink it. The NASDAQ was up over 55% last year. The NASDAQ was up over 55% last year. You know, that means QLD, which is twice the NASDAQ, was up over 110%. It happened all in Q1 and Q4. Q2 and 3 were difficult. 
Is that really a surprise? Almost every year, Q4, Q1 are the best times of the year to put money to work. You know why? Liquidity and confluence. Institutions putting money to work. This isn't hard. We got to stop overthinking it. You got to get rid of all the noise around you that makes you question it. The economy, this. The Fed's going to do that. Worthless conversation. You haven't the slightest idea what the Fed's going to do. And let me tell you something else. The Fed's going to tell you one thing, and they could be doing something else. So it's pointless. Stop worrying about it. Just execute. Confluence, liquidity, the trend. That's it. The S&P was up 26%. 26%. That's more than 52% for SSO. Because the S&P was up over 26%. So we're, we're talking about twice the S&P, twice the NASDAQ had huge years last year. Did you? I, I didn't. I had a good year. I made some money. I didn't make nearly that kind of money. Let's don't overthink it. I sat by the fire on New Year's Eve chatting with dad. He and I have been working together since I got in the business. You know him by the silver fox, his handle, the silver fox. And part of what came out of that conversation, I'm going to share with you. You've heard me say this during the year, but I think it's very important to say it right now. If an investment that we're looking at for a growth portfolio, I'm talking about growth stocks now, right? We're taking a certain amount of risk for that growth. If that position, if that investment can't double the performance of the S&P, then what am I doing? I may as well just own double the performance of the S&P. 52% last year. There were people that railed against the fact that Magnificent Seven, I call them the Hateful Eight now because I add Netflix to it. They rail against the Hateful Eight. Remember all year? This isn't right. These stocks can't go up. The market's going to go down. It's just these eight stocks. Market had a huge up year. All of those people are wrong. Leadership leads markets. Don't believe anybody that tells you those eight stocks are going to go down and the rest of the market's going to go up. Never seen it, never happened. Show me when that's happened. My point being, my point being, if those stocks are going to crater, we're not going to outsmart the market by owning these 10 growth stocks. If those stocks crater, these 10 growth stocks aren't going to go up. Let's stop with the silliness. You might find 10 growth stocks that outperform the hateful eight. I don't disagree with you on that. But what I'm saying is you're not going to see the hateful eight crater and those 10 names that you've discovered go up. There is too much time spent, in my opinion, 
trying to uncover something everybody else doesn't know that's going to be the next great thing in a growth portfolio. There just aren't that many great names. Now, the Armour White Boy has a power playlist. Dad and I were chatting about this. The importance of that type of power playlist that we've been doing all my whole life with my dad. He and I have been investing together my whole life. That list was incredibly important 10 years ago, 20 years ago, right? Because there was not the 2X, and now there's 3X, ways to express an investment opinion based on liquidity and confluence and trend. There, there wasn't an easy way to do that. So you had to build a portfolio of power play names to get that type of growth. You don't have to do that today. Trade QLD successfully last year. You're up over 100%. You could spend all the time in the world trying to uncover the next great idea. Don't overthink it. I'm not saying there won't be a portfolio that I run that is full of special situations. There will be. But guess what? There won't be 15 or 20 names because there never are. Five or 10 at most. Five or 10 at most growth stocks that I think have exponential upside. And if I don't think they really have that type of potential, I don't want to talk about them. I don't want to see them in a portfolio. I don't want them on a whiteboard. I don't care. I'll just own two or three X the market. You know, it's hard to teach the proverbial old dog a new trick. Dad and I have been doing this for so long, and maybe you have too. You think you've got to put together this portfolio of unbelievable ideas, and you're going to outthink everybody else. I don't know. That's what I do, right? You don't, you don't have to do that. There are tools today. Hello, Zero DTE. Tools today we never even imagined five years ago. The market's constantly changing. If you don't adapt, you die. The Armour Macro Fund, all we own in that fund are 2X the indexes. Had a great end of the year. Had a huge rip in the last nine weeks. All we own there are 2X QQQ, 2X SPY, 2X IWM, which is UWM. Had a huge run. Didn't overthink it. Didn't have these tools when I got into the business. Didn't really have these tools, I don't know, until maybe 10 years, five years ago. When did they start? When did they get this liquid? I don't know. Then you pile on things like zero-dated options, and we're, 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 we've got a new animal we're dealing with. So let's simplify it. Let's don't overthink it. The trend is our friend. It's up. Confluence is king. They're all doing the same thing at the same time. That can only be institutions. And liquidity is being added to the market, Period. Let's don't try to guess when that's going to end. We don't know. We, we'll find out. And I'm going to show you now what our trading strategy is going to be in Q1. There's a lot of people barking at you. Market was up too much last year. The hateful eight can't keep going up. That's up too much this year. They're, forget about it. They're totally wrong and not students of the market. People will scare you and say, oh, my God, the last time we saw this was 1999. Yeah, 
And do you remember how great Q1, Q1 of 2000 was? We do. I do. Dad and I were talking about it in front of the fire. Our portfolios, Q1 of 2000, we're up over 30% in the first three months. Okay, market cratered later. We're not at later. We're talking about Q1 right now. What's the strategy right now in Q1? Don't scare me with what the market might do. Oh, it looks like 2000. I hope it is 2000. I hope it's 2000. The S&P was up 30% first couple. I take that back. Our portfolio is up 30%. I'm not exactly sure what the S&P was up. I have to go back and look. There was a huge opportunity to make money in growth stocks in Q1 of 2000. That's all I care about right now. We use stops to protect ourselves. When we get stopped out, we go to cash. I don't predict the market. I say, here's where we are. The trend is our friend. Cash is coming into the market. There's massive confluence. I put money to work. I'm just saying, don't listen to people trying to scare you. They've been wrong all the way up, and they always will be. You know, these, these pockets where the market goes down, they'll pretend they're right, but they won't remind you that they missed all the upside. You know, put them in the rear view mirror. I'm going to show you a chart now. Make it simple. This is going to be our trading strategy in 2000, Q1 of 2000. I'm going to use 2020 as an example. Okay. This is the NASDAQ in 2020. You're going to see green boxes and yellow boxes. You're going to see a whole bunch of different squiggly lines. They're moving averages. I'm using 2020 because that was the same type of risk monitor green signal we got on November 2nd of 2023. Risk monitor green, and we got on an unbelievable nine-week rip. So what happens next? Usually rips like that don't die and collapse. It's just too much money being put to work. Q1 is typically a period where more money gets put to work. So the trend is our friend until it's over. That's it. I don't want to talk about anything else. I don't want to be any chirping in my ear about what might happen. The trend is working. This is the time of year money gets put to work. Pension plans get funded. Money gets put to work in Q1. It's usually a decent period of time. I'm using 2022, 2022. But I could go back and to other periods of time when we have this type of rip in the market. They're all going to look the same. I know because I looked at it over the weekend. I'm just going to show you 2020 because it's the most recent. We can go back to 2009. We can go back to 2000. There's many different periods like this, okay? What you're going to see is a rip off the bottom right in here, okay? And then you get touches of the 25-day moving average. So we left the year with between 20 and 30% cash in our portfolios. We have 20 to 30% cash and equivalents in our portfolios right now so that we can put the money back to work on weakness. There'll be weakness. Market's either going to go sideways and consolidate this move, or it's going to come down and touch the 25-day moving average. Okay, what we want to do is buy the 25-day. These are these green boxes all the way up. See that? Four touches of the 25-day. Market came off the bottom and ripped higher, like we just saw in from November in the last nine weeks. Then we have a touch of the 25-day, touch of the 25, touch of the 25, touch of the 25 into the final rip. So each 
test of the 25-day moving average. They're quick sell-offs. They last maybe a week. You want to look to buy the 25-day, okay? A break below the 25-day, there's the 50. That black line's the 50. The red line's the 25-day. If it breaks below the 50, that's what would turn the risk monitor uh, from green to red. So those of you following risk monitor colors, we have risk monitor green, which we're on now, a pullback to the 25-day, and I might change it to yellow just so you know what's happening. But yellow doesn't mean we're looking for Armageddon. It means get ready. We're about to get another opportunity. We'll go yellow, yellow to green, okay? So we're looking to buy pullbacks to the 25-day or sideways moves to the 25-day. I mean, right here, the market peaked out, went sideways until the 25-day came up to it. And then it took off again, all right? A breach of the 50-day moving average will turn us risk monitor red. And we'll watch how the correction unfolds. You can see here the first breach gets tested with an immediate rip higher, then comes back down breaches again. So this is really a big consolidation period over a couple of months that led to the next rip. And again, touches of the 25-day all the way up. You want to buy the 25-day all the way up. Okay, again, breaches the 50, and that started a correction. So the game plan right now, not to overthink it, focus on double the indexes for me, which we're already doing, but that's probably the cash that I have in the portfolio. I put to work and double the indexes, and I'll be trading around the core. I got a core position. I'm not selling unless we break below the 50 risk monitor goes red, then I'm out. And we wait to see what this bigger correction looks like. Could be a couple of months and then a new breakout, or it could be the market breaks down. I don't know, right? So we got to defend capital there. Touches of the 25-day that reverse, that's where I'm going to put that 20 to 30% cash back to work in the indexes. I imagine a touch of the 25-day, unless it's sideways action, if it's a sell-off, I'll get stopped out of some of my uh, um, positions in the special situations fund. I, that's okay. I want to focus my investing on really the five best names in my portfolio that I think have open-ended potential that can more than double the market performance. Otherwise, I don't want the risk. You see, the equation breaks down. If you're buying an individual stock, you're taking more risk. The individual company, you, you know, who knows? You can do all the greatest research on earth and, you know, the CFO absconds with funds. I don't know. You, you know what I'm saying? You're taking risk. You could, you could do all the greatest research on earth. Then the company announces they're doing an acquisition that you're like, what? And the stock craters because of it. Because the whole market doesn't understand why they did it. This happens all the time. There's more risk in individual stocks. I just gave you two examples. So if you're going to take more risk, it has to outperform the market by a significant degree. Otherwise, the equation breaks down and I'd rather just own the market. We haven't even talked about double or triple group ETFs. We own biotech, double and triple the biotech. Why, why do I need an individual biotech stock? Why do I need the risk of that one company having a bad phase three result? Stocks down 50%. I can have three times biotech index, which we did early November, and we're killing it. It's a different world that we're in with different tools to create investing success. Let's focus on it and keep it simple. Okay. Market comes down, test the 25 day. I'll be looking to increase my exposure. Market gets extended. 
blows out. I'll book profits again, like we did. We raised cash uh, uh, on Thursday of last week, right near the top. I hope the market comes down here. It looks like the market's going to open down of 1% on the NASDAQ, over a half percent on the S&P. Brilliant. Drive it right down to the 25-day, give us a risk on entry point, bang, put the money back to work. Usually that first week of January could be tricky. You can have some really big down days. Where are we by the end of the week? And then, of course, where are we by the end of January? All right. Those are my thoughts for today. I got to hop. It's 920. I got to get our live trading desk started. I can't wait to see you guys on the live desk. Thanks to everybody who grinds it out with me. All Armor Insiders that are on that live desk with me, grinding it out. I really appreciate you guys. And I can't wait to see you again to start the new year. Everybody have a great trading session. And remember, you're the smart money. Be that smart money. All right. Take care, everybody.